On today's podcast, we have Mary Alice Myers with us. She's an entrepreneur from Wisconsin. If you like color, DIY, and flowers, you are going to love her. She shares easy, entertaining ideas, decorating, and amazing tablescapes. So join me today as we celebrate Mary Alice. Mary Alice. Hi, Faith. How are you doing? Well, I'm good. How are you today? Good. Um, I have a question for you. Yeah. How do you how do you battle the cold? Because you're in Wisconsin. <laughs> We're tough up here. Um, okay. is, is that what it is? Like you're just born with a different set of genes, like toughness? Because <laughs> maybe you, you can't handle the heat, right? Well, we, I mean, it's not cold year round. We get upper 90s <laughs> in the summer too. So we have the extreme. But yes, it's gotten really cold really fast. Like we had snow Halloween, which is weird. Now, you know, we never get snow on Halloween. Oh, I don't know anything. I don't know (laughs) anything about Wisconsin. If Southwest Airlines didn't fly there in 1999 through 2003, (laughs) I don't know the city. (laughs) That's my compass of like where things are. Oh, that's funny. There's a bed and breakfast. No, I guess I wouldn't call it a bed and breakfast. It's an Airbnb and I'm obsessed with it. And I have asked them, I've lost count how many times I've asked them to be on my podcast. I follow them on Instagram. It's the cutest cabin. It's called the backwater. Have you heard of it? No. And and it's in Wisconsin. Yeah, it's in Wisconsin. Let's see the back. Let me find it for you. Okay. The backwater underscore WI. All yes. right. It's in Wisconsin. It's a Wisconsin Lake cabin on a lily pad filled bay. It's oh. so cute. It's filled <laughs> with color and vintage stuff. And oh, I'm going to have to check it out. If I go up there and stay in it, I'm calling you and you're, <laughs> we're just going to like get a group to do it because it is so cute. I wonder where it is in the state. I'll have to check it out. Um, yeah, or I should go stay there, and we can do a podcast from there. Oh, uh, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> no, yes, yeah, so we get we get cold and we get hot, so we get it all, which is kind of yeah, nice. But, but you don't get 115 degree heat like we. No, do. thank God, we don't get that because and, 92 degrees is it seems really cool to us Texans <laughs> when like when you reach there's I don't know what it is. Like 99 degrees, but once you hit a hundred, it oh is my gosh. terrible. Like just that yes. one degree, a couple mm-hmm. degrees. But yeah, when I was pregnant with Kate that summer, it got up to 117 where I was oh living my in Texas. Gosh, because you're you're <laughs> dense, you're like outside of yeah. Dallas, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. We okay. lived in Denton, but at the time we were in West Texas, so it was kind of a desert. Okay. And so you get those really extreme dry temperatures. So it was just terrible. But I was thinking about you this morning, like <laughs> cuddled up under my chappy wrap. Going, what on, how on earth does Mary Alice stay warm? Cause you're so teeny tiny. And every time I see you, you have these really cute sweaters on. So I know you dress warm. Yes. Yes. And, um, oh, also I like to cover my arms up. You know how that is, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we have to dress warm and we get sweaters and we get jackets and scarves and all the good stuff. But um, you need extra closets when you live in a climate that has all the seasons. Yeah, you do. You need all the closets because you have a lot of cute stuff. Mm-hmm. You have to dress for anything. So in the summer, when when we get those really hot days, though, it isn't it doesn't last 
you know, we may get a couple of really hot days during one week and then it cools back to like 85, you know, so we get a mix of it. I was going to say, because my mother-in-law, her and her husband, they lived in Wisconsin for a while and they just loved it because she gets so hot. She can't (laughs) stand it here. She's only here because of the grandkids. Oh, yes. I know a lot of people will do that. That's nice though. Then they're close to you. (laughs) I can, I can, now I can hear your Wisconsin accent. You can. Now, now I can, funny. I can like, now I can get it. It's so cute. Oh my gosh. Do, do, do you know who else that? has it? Oh, I'm sorry. What? I, Go ahead. It doesn't matter. I'll ask you in a minute. What were you okay. saying? Um, Bunny Bradley also has a Wisconsin connection. <laughs> She's so cute. I just had her yeah. on the podcast. I know. Yeah. I love her. She um, is the sweetest. Like. I, I, when I see her, I'm going to give her a full frontal, like a bear hug, <laughs> not squeeze her too tight, but I'm just going to, I just feel she gives off this warm, fuzzy energy. Absolutely. She I really wanna, does. Yes. I want to like sit in her arms next to the fire and have her stroke <laughs> my face and tell me how pretty I am and how sweet I am. She just like gives you this like motherly affection. Yeah. Like when I see her, I'm like, oh. And I've been telling the kids at the church nursery, um, cause they, they don't know how to talk, you know, they're little bitty, Oh, okay. but they're starting to talk <laughs> mm-hmm. and they'll say, you know, they know who a mama and a daddy are. So they just typically right. will say mama and a daddy They'll go, mama. And I'll go, Oh yes, your mama is coming. I don't call myself their mom. I say, Oh right. yes. You know, mama's in church learning about God. Um, my name is Miss Faith, but you can call me bunny if you want. <laughs> I want that to be my grandma name, but I figured, uh, well, if you want to call me Bunny, these little kids at church, I'll let them because I love course. the name. So cute. Were you, were oh. you raised in Wisconsin? Like, is that where you're from? No. See, this will really blow your mind, Faith. I was raised in North Dakota. <laughs> you're so cute. Oh, my God. Yes. North Dakota. Yeah, yeah, I know. I don't have that accent. Not um, anymore. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I know. We've been in Wisconsin right after we got married, so quite a while here. But yeah, I was raised there, and so was my husband. How did y'all meet? Oh, um, <laughs> you, do you want to say? <laughs> You're like, no, no, yeah, it's it's funny. We were so um, Fargo is right on the river between Minnesota and North Dakota. Okay. So a lot of families would have lake homes in Minnesota. So it was like 45 minutes to an hour into the state of Minnesota. So I was with one of my girlfriends at her lake home. And we were, of course, this is early high school in our bikinis, um, just walking around on the pier. And her and my husband and his brother kept driving past in their boat. Of course they did. They were like, there's two hotties in bikinis. <laughs> of course they girls? did. <laughs> So we eventually started talking and whatever, and we um, we spent some time together, hung out a few times, but we didn't like date. We both went to different high schools, so you know you kind of keep an eye on each other at like a football or basketball game or something like that. And then um, we actually met back up in college and started dating. Where did y'all go to college? Um, NDSU, North Dakota State. Yes, yeah, so we both went to school there. Uh, got married and then we moved to Minneapolis for a short bit and then to Wisconsin to Milwaukee actually 
<laughs> you're like, I don't want to talk about my past. Well, I want to uh, know where I just yeah. want to know like all these things because what I see on Instagram, you know, is all this beautiful stuff. And I know who you are now and I know what you're doing, but I just want to know like what got you to this place of you know, where you are, where you are now. So I kind of wanted to start at the beginning to figure out like, sure, where did you grow up? How were you raised? Like, you know, the dynamics oh. between you and your children, you know, did you, you know, you do all this entertaining and hosting and, and you're teaching other people online how to do the same thing. When you got mm-hmm. married and you had children, is that something that you did for your own family at the house? Oh, of course, of course. And I think, um, like a lot of us going back to when I was a little girl, um, growing up, I was, we had four kids in the family. I was the youngest. And then you we were the baby. A, oh. Yeah. Are you the baby? No, I'm the oldest. Oh, That's the, oh I can see that. You. I'm like, oh. yes, I was the baby, a kind of like a straggler baby. Really? Were you an, <laughs> yes. were you like an oopsie oopsie? Well, I, you know, I won't say that, but I think probably, um, so I was the youngest, and then we lived next to our cousins who had five kids, and I. So I was the youngest of like these nine kids that hung out, and <laughs> the youngest that? of that was, was that wild. Like? They were some days nice to me, and some days not. You know how that is with the youngest. So I think I I grew up like doing a lot of things on my own and observing and make believe and playing by myself because the older ones would you know, tell me to get, get out of their hair or whatever. Um, so I was very creative, kept busy. I think that's where I started to do all the little crafty things. And my mom was crafty and she was a painter and a baker and, you know, all of that. So I think you just kind of take it all in when your kids like, you know, growing up. Yeah. Did, did you do like little tea parties outside and set up your own little mini tablescapes when you're a kid <laughs> yes and yeah, my sisters and I would play house in this huge grove of lilac bushes <gasps> and make oh. little forts in there and we would yeah bring food out mm-hmm. oh how cute well you know, you know better than me um my grandparents <laughs> they had a fort in their backyard they lived they had a house in Colorado on some land and so when we would go and visit my granddaddy Brett had, he, he just liked to buy things. He had this big garbage can full of army fatigues and we would all dress in these army fatigues. And then we would just like play in the fort. Now I was older. I was the oldest one. So, and I was surprised I could fit in the fatigues. But when I came, they had to tell me not to build a fire outside because there was a burn ban and we're in Colorado okay. and it's dry mm-hmm. and here I am wanting to set up like a real campsite I'm like well <laughs> I mean if we're wearing army fatigues and I mean we're doing a theme then we're going all in with the theme right so I love that <laughs> so they had to tell me I was like oh okay no fires but I love a good theme have you always loved a good theme of course Yes. What was your What was your favorite yes. birthday party your mom did for you growing oh, up? Oh my good! Oh my mom was um, very good at doing the Barbie cakes. <gasps> out of a Barbie and cake. out of the angel food cake and the Barbie would you know? I don't even know if we had real Barbies. I had I Midge. Oh, you I did? had a Midge. I liked Midge, and my sister had a fake Barbie, and <laughs> she's still mad to this day about that. She's- <laughs> 
we sh- you should get her you should give her a Barbie party and document that on your Instagram because she's so sour oh, about should. it. I you should. should go because Barbie is like fashionable right now. It's a pink Barbie and white is. theme. You make her a real Barbie cake with a real Barbie. You just shove it in there and decorate it. I mean, yes, just, it just looks like it's filled with loads of icing, which it's not. Oh. But I know it's that angel food cake and then she would kind of carve the top, you know, shave the top down a little to make it rounded. See, I didn't even, I didn't even know it was angel food cake. I thought it was a regular cake, but I don't know how they got that shape. Well, my mom would use angel food cake because then there was the hole in the middle for the Barbie doll. Oh. Yeah. I thought it was Mm kind of like a giant cake pop where somebody made a cake and then they just like crumbled it all together and molded it. Ooh. That sounds better tasting, <laughs> but a um, big yeah. giant Barbie mm-hmm. cake pop. You're welcome. Right. <laughs> your isn't your daughter's birthday coming up? It is. She. Oh, there having... you go. <laughs> What's her will... theme? Well, not Barbies. She is a very well-rounded <laughs> child. I was a girly girl and loved playing dress up and house and Barbies and mm-hmm. I mean I got American Girl doll. And had a tea party for my 14th birthday. So I was all oh, in, I'm all in girl. Kate loves animals and art and music oh, nice. and singing. So <clears> her <throat> party is, she came up with the theme, which I'm really proud of. It's a glow party. And so we got black lights. We've got all these glow in the dark <sighs> things. I've got glow bracelets, glow sticks, glow mustaches, friendship bracelets, neon stream. I mean, like all. Wow. And she created the playlist, and we've got girls from <gasps> youth group and school, and then a few girls from our old school coming. And I'm really excited for her. So it's a it's her first nighttime party. Oh, oh, that sounds like a great theme. I love it. It is right. I thought. Well, she originally said silent disco, but that was getting to be I thought too isolating, a little bit costly, and the oh. timing of it was not good like she gave me really yeah. short notice I mean to full disclosure I am I was the worst mom we've been so busy with our new school and new schedule and everything I we totally time slipped away and, and all of a sudden we go oh Kate's having a birthday coming up <laughs> we better do something right so, yeah she came up with the theme so it was really That's cool I can't wait to see pictures of that what it was your favorite birthday party growing up um oh my god well, I said the Barbie cake. I do remember like a lot of Barbie cakes. So you like those? Um, Did you do that yeah. for your kids? I'm, I was trying to think back when I was, when you mentioned that. Um, I don't. I didn't do Barbie cake, but I would do theme parties for them, and probably, which is I should talk to them about this, was probably more for my enjoyment than theirs. To be honest, <laughs> it's okay. Like, it's, especially when they were little, I would. I would kind of do things. I remember because we have two daughters and there's um, almost, there's like seven years between them. So the younger one, I remember doing a May Day party. It wasn't a birthday, but I had all of our little friends over. (gasps) A May Day party? Yes. And we had um, May baskets outside and I did streamers from the patio table. Um. That was fun. I thought it was fun. Yes. I think it's super fun. That's so cute. Yeah. I think my mom did a May Day party for my little sister and her friends. They didn't do Girl Scouts because my parents 
I don't know if they thought it was too liberal or there wasn't a good truth in the area, but my mm-hmm. mom came up with this, this own girls group she did for my sister and her friends called Hollyhocks and they earned their own badges and oh, their own things. I know it was, it, I don't know how she had the time. There's four kids in the family and my mom took that on. They like earned badges yeah. and everything. It was like wow. the, of the American girl era and like the flatlining of the Girl Scout era. And my mom uh-huh. combined the two and called it Hollyhocks. Like I like that. Good for her. Yeah. 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 Well, my Girl Scouts got um, nothing against the Girl Scouts, but um, it was a lot of work. My Did kids they- were in it like from Daisy's, you know, oh. I I it's like Daisy's brownies. I think they were brownie after brownies. They dropped out. I don't know. My mom was in Girl Scouts. So I'm surprised my they didn't ask my sister to do it, but I had no interest. I, I yeah. said, I don't want to be outside and sweat. <laughs> I don't want to yeah. go camping. I want to go camping. That's too much work. No. I'm, yeah, I'm not a real camper myself. No. I'm totally a fake camper. Well, like, that's okay. Yeah. The glamping? Yes, I could do. Yeah. I could, well, I say I could do glamping, but then we went and we stayed in one of those huts in Mexico. And our biggest complaint oh. was how bad everything stunk like the Palapa <gasps> ceiling. When we got back, everything smelled like wet straw. Oh, I'm sure. Ooh, yeah. It was just smelled See, like... Ugh, it was I can't do that. I'm with you, Faith. Not, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Well, you're an interior okay. designer, correct? Yes. Can you tell I me am. about that, like launching, like how you got into that career? How it okay. Launched, where that, you know, where that career has taken you? And then, you know, on to what you're doing now. All right. I, um, well, when I first went to college, I wanted, I started a communications major. Because, of course, who, you know, I wanted to be like a news anchor or something like that. <gasps> hmm Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you can relate to that. Yeah. So then there was so much writing and, you know, all of that and grammar and stuff. And I'm not good at that. So, um, and I've always been very creative and I was always redecorating my room, driving my mom crazy, painting and painting furniture and whatnot. So <laughs> I checked in and I'm still doing it. And, you know, I don't know why I took that other direction, but I, um, you know, switched, switched majors and got a degree in interior design and out of college. Um, I think a lot of people with design degrees go and work for Ethan Allen for a bit. Oh. They, have, they have a really good training program. And like any degree, you do a lot of projects in college and, you know, they're just not reality because you're doing design boards for fictitious clients and whatnot. So right. um, I did, I did enjoy the Ethan Allen experience um, because they, they had some really good training, basic skills. Um, you know, you really, it was a safe way to get your feet wet in the, in a career like this, mm-hmm. um, in, in real time. So, but then I took a part-time job at a little boutique in the mall called open Sesame. And it would be like a very tiny version of, oh gosh, crate and barrel, or something, oh, yeah. you know, cause we had, we had tabletop dishes, t- a bit of furniture, um, fab, you know, when Marameco fabrics were a big deal, people would frame those. We had that, 
um, a lot of, you know, house housewares and whatnot. Now, what was the name of the fabric? Because I don't know that. I need to Google it. Oh, Marameco. It's Mara- like a Scandinavian um, fabric that was, I think it's still around, but we had, you know, it was like people would buy these fabrics and then use them for pillows and decorating and whatnot. So oh, it was a lot of okay. fun. I Did you find it? it? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Um, we, oh, and then so the owner of the store um, started taking me to market with her and I was like hooked on a retail career in this field. And I worked there quite a while, a few years, and then she and her husband were moving, I think, to Texas or somewhere crazy like that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she um, she sold her business and it was sold to like a kitchen store, you know, a kitchen company. And I, I didn't stay because that wasn't my thing. Um, uh, and then shortly after that, we moved to Minneapolis. But design-wise, I've done, so I've done a lot of retail interior design, which is really fun for me. Mm-hmm. Um, working with clients in some some stores, and then I also have done a lot of buying for um, the gift areas of furniture stores. Yeah, like the dishes and the tabletop and the silk flowers. Um, doing the- Christmas for stores, you know, buying all the Christmas ornaments, doing the trees, and that was really like my most fun job. Plus, I really like that. Let, let's address the elephant in the room. You get a discount. <laughs> so, oh, get, yeah. So, you get yes. to like not only work there, but know when things are coming in, when the sales yes. are happening, you could put things mm-hmm. in the back, go, okay, I'm going to get this. So, you're actually like growing and styling your own home, which is uh, also evolving your craft while helping other people in your home. So, I think, yeah. like, <laughs> you know, those discounts. Those discounts. Oh my gosh. It's, you know, and then you leave that position and you're like, oh, I don't want to pay retail for this pumpkin or, you know, China or whatever, when you can get it at cost. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, So really fun jobs. I loved that. Um, So let's see. And then the last job I had for probably 10 years before I so-called retired, um, was a residential interior design um, here in Lake Geneva where I lived and I um, worked with clients. It was a, it is a big furniture store with an interior design center. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so much fun. I still have a couple clients here and there that I'll do projects with and which I just work through their store, oh, but okay. independently. Yeah. Okay. Well, if I ever have anybody that's up in that area that, that needs some extra hands-on, I'll send them your way. Okay. <laughs> I get stuff all okay. the time. Um, okay. And you have had some collaborations this last year with mm-hmm. some lovely, lovely people. I know. One we've some already mentioned, people. the Bunny yes. Bradley collaboration. Yes. Do you want to tell us about that? Sure. Um, and Bunny and I have not met in person yet. Lots of We've done a lot of phone calls, um, and I think it started where she reached out to me and asked if I would be interested in receiving some of her travel bags, mm-hmm. which like, as yes. influencers, we do that, and we, we receive the item, and then we promote them in stories and posts and whatnot, and her, I was just obsessed with her product. 
I it's love so that. well made. I oh. know made in America. It's just oh. the best quality. It makes packing and unpacking in a hotel room so much fun oh because my they're so pretty. Don't you think? Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. I have a question for you about that. Okay. Uh-huh. Are you the type of person that just throws all the stuff in those bags? Are you the bags within bags? within bags type of person because I love oh. my bunny Bradley bag so much. I'm a bag within bag within bag, not to mention the <laughs> bags person. So I've got all these little bitty like travel containers or baggies with my stuff okay. inside of it. All right. I have, I love nothing more than a brand that has travel size products like shampoo, conditioner, lotion, face stuff. Yeah. You know, I, I kind of, weirdly obsessed with that so I have a whole travel set all ready to go in my bunny Bradley bags yeah that's smart so I so I don't have to like undo and repack them no so that I think is helpful for me um but yes I want them all to be pristine and lovely at all (laughs) you can tell (laughs) that I was a flight attendant and I've had multiple things explode in my bag Oh, yes. So with the pressurization of, you know, wherever you're going or the altitude changing, your, you know, Mm -hmm. containers can expand and contract and therefore stuff can come out. And I will not have anything mess these bags up. Like I'm obsessed (laughs) with them. Well, I mean, I did my QVC pitch with her bags. I mean, that's. Oh, you did? Yes. So I'm going to do another video, I think. I think I'm going to do a couple more videos and just keep sending them videos of products that I yes, like. Yes, do it. Do because it. Because you're I mean, so good at that. Oh, well, thank you. Um, I, there's so much room to grow. But I think even just getting another person, like showing them, I've got brands. I know people. I know people that your people don't know that we right. need to get on the radar. So, mm-hmm. and if not, I'm just going to have my own Southern home QVC. So there you go. Yeah. Can't, I'll just, you know, I'll just promote not? all the small, the small brands where it's small quantities. Small yes. I love it. Bunny. Okay. So then I, so we had this relationship and it kind of stems back to her grandma being from the Milwaukee area. So we had that connection and she would come up to this area a lot. Um, anyway, so I redid, or I did a wallpaper job in my uh, guest bathroom. And I used a really fun wallpaper and she was talking to me about it and saying how great it was. And then um, one day I said, hey, Bunny, I just ordered fabric that matches my wallpaper that I'm having this bench made in it. And she's like, oh, my gosh, let's collaborate. Let's do a line of travel bags out of this pattern. (laughs) So that's how that started. So cute. Yeah. So we have had fun with that. They're so cute. It's not my color wheel of, of my house or of right. my season, yeah. but I'm obsessed with it. Like if it yeah. was, I would, t- I would totally get that. I got the light pink ones, but oh, I'm oh, obsessed yes. so pretty. with her bags. They really, truly, I, I mean, when she said people will all the time tell you, oh, this is high quality. This is high quality. I now am a grown up and I don't like the cheap stuff anymore. Like I don't care if it's right. cheap. I don't want the cheap stuff. I've been the cheap stuff. I've had the cheap stuff. I've thrown away the cheap stuff. I'm not doing trash mm-hmm. fashion anymore or trash home. Mm-hmm. It's either reuse, repurpose, recycle, renew, rejuvenate, or just buy it nice and keep it forever and have an heirloom piece. Her bags are really good. 
Her bags are really good. good. And they've got the lining. So if something does explode, it's a mess. But yet it's not wrecking the interior Mm -hmm. of your bag. And then he did a a collaboration with Pete's Sake Pottery, which I I really, I need to buy some stuff from her. I I really am obsessed. But, you know, Say It Southern had her on a couple years ago. So I try not to copy anybody, you know. And so I've just been waiting for a perfect time to, like, infiltrate her. And oh. like suck her into my orbit because <laughs> I love it. She is, we laugh. We're like, I think we're sisters. She oh. is so sweet and so funny. So funny. Oh. We actually got to meet each other last summer and in July we met. <gasps> what were y'all doing? Well, so we were working on the collaboration with these Mary Alice bowls. Um, yes. She had asked she reached out to me and said, I really need help kind of um, promoting my pieces so people will buy them, but not maybe just buy the, buy the platter with the bunny on, but use it for more than Easter. Mm-hmm. You know, she goes, these pieces are great. And I want people to use them throughout the year, not just for that holiday or occasion mm-hmm. that they purchased. Oh, yeah. So I said, yeah, I can do that. You know, so she sent me a few pieces. And I was showing them how to use them for different occasions, not just, you know, what, like she sent me a derby bowl and it's like, okay, you can use this and it's got the horse in it. But if you use it for a salad, no one's going to see the horse, you know, yada, yada. Yeah. So we had that going. And then one day I was talking to her about a favorite bowl I had purchased years ago. And it, and it was like, it was checked on the outside, flowers on the inside. We should do a bowl like that. And she Uh. was on board so that's the mary alice bowl and now we have it in seven colors oh Um, my goodness so cute i want to do collaborations i'm extremely creative i've got crap load of ideas and (laughs) i want to create yeah it's well that's the that's the beauty of you know i think instagram for me anyway i've just met so many fun and like-minded people Mm -hmm. and we have a blast yes I know it, there's so many good things out there and her stuff is really good. I need to get some pet bowls, you know? Um, oh, she's got great pet bowls. I don't have a pet, but I keep saying I'm going to get one just to get the bowls. Well, um, let's talk about Thanksgiving because it's coming up and I know you're <gasps> full of ideas for Thanksgiving. I know, I know well, that you've done some decoupage pumpkins mm-hmm. for Halloween, but those were super, those are super cute and easy and fun craft. They're so good. Do you have like some things that you experienced growing up that your mama, you know, passed on to you that you're passing on to us? Or was there anything special that you think, oh goodness, this is what I want to share with people about Thanksgiving. I wish that they knew that if they just did this, it would be so much easier or you know, people will have these grand big tables, but then maybe only four or five people show up. You know, how do they accommodate that? I know mm-hmm. you're full of ideas. Well, um, and it's funny how things change over the years because we used to, I mean, growing up, Thanksgiving was always, you know, my mom's side of the family or my dad's side of the family or a combination of both. Lots of people, kids running, you know, chaos. And I would just watch my mom and my grandma's and my aunts and you know in the kitchen for the entire day oh you just walked <laughs> it was yes. like that's just how it is you know that that's kind of how it is and to be honest that is kind of how it is it's a it's a laborious meal mm-hmm. as you know if you're cooking it but mm-hmm. I always have liked 
doing the turkey and the stuffing and, you know, all the sides, I, I don't mind it. I think it's really a fun dinner. It's one of my favorite dinners to do. So when we moved here, we, you know, we weren't, we had no family in the state. So you kind of make your own family. Mm -hmm. And so we would do most of our Thanksgiving with friends and their kids. And it was just more of a a Friendsgiving, but on Thanksgiving. Oh, nice. That was always just really fun because you kind of navigate towards a friend group that also is kind of an orphan to this area, you know, like Mm -hmm. they have families, but they're not close. And a lot of people don't always travel on Thanksgiving just because of the time of year. And, and you'll know, you'll see each other for Christmas, that kind of thing. So we would do a lot of those friends givings and, um, but the same thing we all had our specialties that we would bring if we weren't hosting. And I have to say, I think my stuffing is like the best ever. Ooh. I think I think everybody thinks their stuffing's really good. I don't know. Well, I mean, as long as it's got some butter in it. <laughs> Definitely butter. Definitely has to have butter. butter. Gotta have a lot of butter in it. Do you put um, onions in yours? Yes, I saute onions in celery mm-hmm. um, and a lot of butter to start. Mm-hmm. I use Jimmy Dean sausage in mine. <gasps> I've never added sausage, sausage to my stuffing. That's yes. really ooh. Yummy. I cook the stuff or the sausage and then I put it in a little, um, you know, food processor to <gasps> get it really, really fine and crumbly. Okay. And it just gives it a nice flavor. And, you know, it's not like chunks of sausage. You can't even tell it's in there. Um, but it adds out- protein. So it's keto. It does. <laughs> and it's, oh, I don't know. I don't know keto, but I think maybe not for Thanksgiving. I'm not sure. <laughs> That's, you know, it's the one cheat day, probably. <laughs> um, you know, mashed potatoes and gravy. I, even after many, many years of doing this, my gravy sometimes is great and sometimes it's not great. Yeah. And I've never mastered. I don't know. There's got to be an art to gravy. I don't know. Um, but it's fun to do little extras at the table. Um, oh. Oranges, oranges are you know, to take an orange and do like cut it in half, but like um, the top. So it's like pretty, you know, like angles on the top. What am I trying to say? Anyways, use an orange, hollow it out. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can put that. <laughs> yeah, edit that. So take an orange and hollow it out. And then you can put like a cranberry relish in it, <gasps> which is so pretty to put like on each plate or on the butter plate, or even on a platter. So oh, everyone has cute. their own little individual. It's just kind of special um, and easy. Well, it's a little putsy to hollow them out, but it's worth it. It's fun. Um, I like that. My mm-hmm. mom used to do uh, butter molds. She does a butter mold for oh. like every holiday. We always make she her make does. the rolls. Yes. We always make her make the rolls because we call them Dinah. My mom's name is Dinah. 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 Dinah? Like, yes, like oh. dinosaur. And so we call them Dinah rolls. And um, yes, so she makes these rolls. And then, of course, she brings butter for the rolls. And um, a lot of times she'll make a butter mold. I don't know how she does it. She's made turkeys and bunny rabbits, but she does it. So, funny. so, they're, so they're not individual butters. They're like a bigger butter mold. Yeah, she'll do like a big ah. one. Well, she's also done pats, too. She... Okay. She's, she's very creative. So she's also done the pats. But yeah. um, 
I always, I've got a favorite grocery store and they always have the turkey that's mm. the butter. Oh, yeah. So I just have to buy it. <laughs> you just buy it. Because it's easier. Um, another little cute fallish thing for individual is like the little mini pumpkins. If you still have some that are around um, to put those at each place setting and then attach like a name tag, a name card. Oh, yeah, that's cute. So that's fun. Or pine cones you can take a pine cone and then attach a, a name to that which is mm-hmm. fallish and, and pretty uh individual settings i like to do that the oranges um pine cones pumpkins and then i do a lot of the ice molds for the champagne yes yeah. it looks yes that's cute and that's a fun one to do with for fall, you can add, if you can find leaves, you know, and I should have found some earlier. There's still a bunch on our trees, so maybe I still can. But if you put the leaves around the ice mold, um, that looks so pretty and so fall. You could do, you can add acorns into your ice mold, um, oh, pine cones, you know, so a little more organic mm-hmm. like that. Um I have never tried pomegranate in mine, but I'm going to do that this year. <gasps> I'll let you know. Like do sections that of the pomegranate. Yeah, I could do pomegranate. And rosemary would be mm-hmm. yeah, red and green. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be really pretty too. So that just adds a little fun, probably not on your dinner table, but we always have like, you know, little appetizer cocktails beforehand. So that would be fun. And I think a punch is always fun for Thanksgiving. Oh, like really? Some kind of cranberry um, punch or, you know, a champagne punch or something. So when your friends and guests come over, you, they can kind of help themselves to the punch. Maybe have some light nibbles out, you know, at the punch table. Um, so it's a little bit different than a whole cocktail bar. Right. Festive. Yeah. Right. Um, and there again, you can do a fun ice mold. Mm-hmm. Not Not necessarily for the champagne bottle, but just a traditional like ice mold with cranberries and things like that do you have any suggestions for the tablescape or the meal for mixing high and low because I think Uh, you know people a lot of times think they can't do something because it's too mm -hmm. expensive or they can't mix things because it doesn't mesh well and I am a firm believer in you 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 know use what you have and it doesn't all have to be super expensive or shiny new that mixing right new and old or high and low can make like a beautiful it makes them more of an interesting table in my opinion mm. and yes. if anyone follows my instagram account i do that all the time yes you do you're so good um, at that i think it just makes just it's just more interesting when you sit down and not everything is like matchy 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 like mixing the china patterns that you have. So yes, you mixing don't have your a, china. Yeah, so mm-hmm. if you don't have enough place settings, it's okay to mix your silverware and your china patterns because there's beauty in the imperfections. That's what makes it exactly. Human. It's like exactly. If mm-hmm. it was like all perfect in a box, that just looks like an ad in a storeroom. It just right. looks pretty. Right. I mean, it maybe for some that's what they like, but I think there's beauty in stacking the patterns and mixing the high and low I think it's really beautiful that it is it's very fun and right now as you know there's so many great like paper placemats paper runners <gasps> mm-hmm. Lucy Grimes 
she has I, Lucy's stuff. like knocking it out of the park. Um, and to, you know, to layer your table like that, you can throw down a nice tablecloth and um, put a paper placemat on top of that. And if you have a favorite china pattern and you only have four dinner plates, but your other one has six or eight, do every other plate different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I you didn't know, have- I think that's fun. When I didn't have placemats and I was looking at my tablescape, I think it was last year at Easter, the year before, I looked at my paper napkins and I just decided to open it up. So I opened up a paper oh, great napkin. idea. And then I used that as the quote unquote placemat. And it just gave the perfect amount of color and pattern behind the plates. Because I, I needed something that was linear and had geometric lines to it because the plate mm-hmm. had a lot of fluidity and movement on it. And so between the two, they just like balanced each other out. It was really lovely. So, oh, that's a great idea. That's really a good idea. I use a lot of charger plates that Ooh, I, yeah. I like to have a charger. And mm-hmm. to be honest, I buy so many at Hobby Lobby mm-hmm. or Kirkland, um, uh, Home Goods. Where do you store you know, all this stuff? I said you had a party closet, ah, but it's, yeah, it's in your I office, do. right? Is your office yeah. party closet? Yes. Mm-hmm. We took a room in our basement and um, okay, added a, a wall of. I think you should have the entire basement for the record. <laughs> <laughs> My husband thinks I have plenty of it. I'm sure. <laughs> I think he's very record, good though. <laughs> I think you should have the whole entire basement i'm dying so speaking of my office yes i just wallpapered it and last night um my sweet husband built me a plate rack and we just installed that last night so i will hopefully reveal all that tomorrow it's i i just want to live in there it's so pretty now i mean it's still storage it's still storage but at least i have my desk area that i can sit at and get work done and it's not a nightmare it looks good it I love your I mean I'm I've only seen like so excited bits of it but I'm, yeah. I'm dying are you well do I will show it, it. I'm sorry are you gonna do a tour of the basement? yes okay yeah of your yeah. office oh my yeah. goodness I saw those shelves so my aunt Cindy she's the hostess with the mostest as well and they own my grandparents estate they own the house and there it's 5,800 square feet in the entire lower level, you know, it's the base. Wow. I live in Colorado and there's lots of different rooms, but she too, she has a party room and mm-hmm. then she has the exact same shelves that you have because they're sturdy oh. and yes. they're metal and they're not going to damage or hurt any of those plates. But oh, hers exactly. does not look as pretty. Like hers does not look like a room like yours. Hers looks like a basement storage room. Okay. Hers looks like heaven <laughs> well it's it's pretty nice yeah and it wasn't I mean it wasn't it was just a basement but then we drywalled it and you know had had it all done um and I do have a storage area that has bins and you know paper towels you know we have that normal stuff a normal basement like everyone else does so but this this has turned out really well so I will share that coming up Yes, please do. Okay, tell me what this workshop was that you did with Katie Oglesby. Oglesby? Oh, Oglesby. Oh my gosh. So she is a garden designer. 
like a, she likes to culinary garden designer, I guess. So she goes to someone's home and will help them, you know, develop like raised garden beds, tell them what to plant. She's oh. very, you know, farm, not like garden to table kind of I, gal. What's her Instagram? Is that her, is it her name? Yes. Katie Oglesby. Okay. I'm going to look her up right now because she's all the help. Well, it, the fun thing is I took a lettuce class from her, like let she, we made these huge lettuce bowls, all these different lettuces, kale, spinach, whatnot. And we planted them at this class and she talked about different types of gardening and such. I had like fresh lettuce throughout the summer out of this big bowl. It was great. Really? And so, and so we were chatting at that class and she's like, I follow you. And I'm like, I follow you. And she's like, let's do something together. And then we found out she lives like less than a mile from me. Shut up. Are <laughs> yes. you serious? That I'm serious. She's so close. And she's got this yard that's got the gardens. Oh, it's gorgeous. And she just had a, um, she just got a greenhouse back there. I'm following her now. I'm she's, obsessed. And she's so cute. You'll have to okay. read her backstory because she started gardening for health reasons. And it's I'm a pretty cool story. Yeah, so, I really need to get her on the podcast. I mean, this is not yes. like this is not anything that I have a knack or talent for, despite my first job. Um, yeah, my first job was working in a plant nursery, and we had to know the names oh. of everything. There was the register. There was no pricing. We just had to know what the name of the plant was and how much it was. As oh wow, boy, those times have changed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I had to use my brain, but oh my goodness. Wow. Does she have two sets of twins? Mm-mm. Oh, I'm seeing a thing with two sets oh, of twins. She, Maybe it, oh, she my. might have had a party or something. No, she doesn't. <laughs> oh, my but God. But we did, a, we did a, um, a fall tablescape, you know, garden to tablescape workshop. So I set up five different looks in her yard. And we talked to, you know, we just wandered around, talked about each tablescape. We had guard, people could wander the gardens. We had drinks and food. Um, it was so much fun. Oh my so much goodness. Fun. So we're now working on doing a Christmas dinner in her greenhouse. Oh my goodness. I want to go. So, I have a fear of missing yeah, out on everything. Fly up here. Oh my goodness how fun. so we're, we're trying to figure that out um and you know just kind of a fun thing to do but highlight her talents and mine and yeah oh my goodness her so, garden is amazing her garden she needs to have a grown-up camp for us women that really <laughs> want to have like a victory garden but yet we we don't yes. know the first thing about anything yeah I can cook. she's she's super talented and she's very sweet so we've had a lot of fun and she's my neighbor which is crazy okay well we're gonna switch gears for a second okay um I do this bit with all the podcast guests and we talk about the paint colors in their home oh and I know that you have some beautiful wallpapers and stuff too yeah so if you would humor me I'm going to humor you. Yeah, I was like, I know that you should know your colors. Some people will say, oh, "Oh, I'm so boring. I only have white. And I think, no, that's classic. That's That's fine. It never goes out of style. You're fine. Well, when we built our house, which we've been here eight years now, I painted almost everything. It's a Sherwin-Williams oyster bar. It's kind of a yellowy 
tan. Do you know that color? What is it called? Oyster Bar. Number 7566. Oh, no. Here, let me. Okay. I've never heard of it. Okay, let me look at it. Oyster Bar? I've got Oyster Bay. No, Bar. B-A-R. Okay, explore. I'm going to look it up. Maybe it's retired. But if it's not, I'll learn a new color. Oyster. But I... It's, it was fine because <gasps> everything else, all the white trim, but I'm, I'm replacing all of it because it's too oh, yellow for me. It's, it's okay. It's in the historic timeless palette. So it's okay. not a color that gets used very much. Okay. So, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it, and it's yellow. So I don't, we don't use it. It's yellowy. It's fine. I like yellow, but it's like, it's, I'm changing everything. And so <laughs> I'll give you my, I'll give you my new paint colors. Yes. Okay, so now I'm using a Benjamin Moore series, and I have um, uh, Genesis White and Whitestone. So they're more of a grayish tone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just a little bit more neutral. Right, and I like it with the white and all my colors. And then I have a blue heather in my um, back hallway and in my dining room. Blue Heather. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty. It, yeah, it's, it's pretty. So we have a little crack in our foyer that needs to be repaired. And so as soon as he's, this man shows up to do it, <laughs> then you know how that goes. Um, then he will paint the foyer for us. And that will be the white stone. So and then um, the uh, living room and uh, down the hallway will be the Genesis white. And then you have Madcap Cottage. I have Madcap Cottage downstairs on just an accent wall. We have these built-in twin beds. Such a fun paper. Blue and white like splatters kind of. Yeah. When I think of you, I think of kind of all the primary colors. I, I think of blue and white, but I also immediately when I think of you, I throw in red, green, and yellow. Okay. <laughs> Do you know what I yeah, mean? I love color. Yes. And it's, yes. and that they're happy colors, more like spring shades, like mm-hmm. spring tones of the color wheel. Well, and the wallpaper I just did in my office is very colorful. It's a scalamandre. <gasps> so pretty. Oh, I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. It looked familiar. And I was like, what yeah. is that? Yeah. And then You've you have the blue it. doors, right? The, the blue I cabinet have doors. blue on a cabinet. I like it's an antique cabinet that I painted blue. My desk is bright green. Um, oh, I love it. Yeah, so that's turned out really fun. And then your kitchen is white, like the, the cabinet. White. White. Mm-hmm. White, I, like I don't have a lot kitchen. of wall space in there. The one wall is mainly window with with tile, um, and then off of the kitchen is a little like sitting room. Um, we have a wet bar in there, and and swivel chairs and whatnot and that's the blue heather oh cute yeah i still love that madcap cottage i mean oh it is it's adorable. so cheery mm-hmm. it feels so playful and mm-hmm. almost i don't want to say circusy because there's nothing circus about it but it's really it has like a touch of playfulness and whimsy to it oh totally that, does yes that makes it just feel like Really uh-huh. fun. Yeah. Just so fun. It was fun. It, that that little space needed a little punch, and that's what did it. Oh, and then you have the stripes that you did in your bathroom with your husband. Oh, yes. That's just paint. Well, as you, you know, 
I love that because I kept the wall color, which in that wall, in that bathroom was antique white, uh, mm-hmm. also a Sherwin, big Sherwin color. Yeah. Um, so I kept that and then I just went, you know, we spaced it off. It was a whole math problem that I did not do. He did, um, taped it off and I did like a, um, semi-gloss white on the stripes. So a little glossy white and then the regular paint color on the other part of the stripe turned out really fun. What about when you did the, the check? You did your ceiling navy and white check, didn't you? Oh, that's wallpaper. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's, I forgot about that room. That's a Katie Kime. Kim? Oh. K-I-M-E. I call her Kime, but I don't know. I, I think I think it is Kime. Um, and that's, and I did that paper, the same paper in the powder room, which is right next to that little entryway. Okay. See, you have so many cute things in your house. If people want inspiration and they want to know, like, how to make their home better, how to do a tablescape, how to do crafts, how to cute do a cute little meal, like anything, <laughs> all things home, you're not just like showing people. You're also helping and teaching and guiding and giving sources for these things that you're using. So you're a really good resource. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, and I'm, yeah. I try to keep it basic because I think everyone is short on time and attention span. <laughs> Yes, you know, well, and they wanted to, you know, they wanted to just be able to do it. And I grew up doing so much just watching my mom and her friends and whatnot that I, I mean, I never read directions on how to do anything. I just jumped in and tried it. Right. And also, if you start at a graduate level of doing these things, people are going to go, oh, no, that's too big for my britches. I can't do right. that. But right. tying a bow around a little pumpkin, people can yes. go to Hobby Lobby they can get the ribbon or the Dollar Tree and get the ribbon and they can get a little exactly. pumpkin and if, or tie a knot, if they can't do a pretty bow, they can do, you know, a thick knot, you know? And so you really do give people a way to have beautiful details in their homes that let them finish out their project without it being stressful. Cause mm-hmm. the stuff is not overwhelming or stressful. Like you said, it's right. very, right. It's, it's doable. Yes. Very doable. Very, very, very doable. doable. Yeah. What do you have so, coming up next? Oh, I'm I am working on, and I haven't announced it yet, but this is just a personal thing. I'm going to do a, like a little Christmas open house here at my house. Um, like an open house slash tag sale because <gasps> I get, you know, I get a lot of things sent to me and I, to promote, but then that particular company isn't making that item anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like seasonal. So then I just acquire it and I can't keep storing things that I'm not using. All right. Well, let me put so. in some special requests. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, you know, more like just a mingle cocktail, have, you know, a mimosa or a cookie or something like that. Um, and hey, I like it's not cookies. like a big money maker, but more just, you know, here, buy this plate for 50 cents. I don't know. I just need it out of my house. And I thought mm-hmm. it would be more fun to do that than to just box everything up. Yeah, don't do that. Well, I do like those cookies that you made. I don't they, I don't know which when, ones, but they were it's like an easy an easy one. And I might actually. Well, I don't know how I'm going to do this. 
Okay, it was just a sugar cookie. The sugar cookie stuff comes out of the package at the store. You get your white uh-huh. icing, and you got your sprinkles, and you just did them on top, like the straight sprinkles. And then you got the mother's cookies, the pink mother's cookies. Yes, the the circus, sprinkles yes. On them, And then you stuck those on top, and it was so freaking cute because you have the straight so sprinkles, and then the and then the circle sprinkles, and the pink, uh-huh. and the white, and then the cream color are just so cute. Yes. That is well, cute. No, I'm a sucker for color. So if the colors go well together, then I'm like, oh, it's perfect. And you know, and I'm you can take any any store bought cookie and tailor make it to your party colors. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, just that you could totally do. Or I like to go to Walmart. They have the best little cake session section. Oh yeah. At least our Walmart. They're probably like six dollars. It's a tiny cake, but you can buy two of those maybe scrape off a color of something on the top if it doesn't match and add your own decorations to your party theme. Oh yeah. That's a real so easy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Real quick question because I need monogrammed napkins. Oh, okay. Okay. I shouldn't say I need, I want, you want, yes. I want monogrammed napkins and you have them like on like a hundred million of them. So a couple things. Do you have like one person that you just go to? Because there's one person that a lot of people like. And mm-hmm. I don't like her work. I think it's okay. too thin. I don't like okay. chintzy needlework. Like, okay. It just looks like it barely came over. I like it to be thick. LB Originals obsessed with her like monogramming skills. Mm-hmm. I don't know who does it. Grace Harris designs. I love hers. Yeah, but she has some like, of- you have a million. I'm so, I'm getting really jealous. Well, I'm going through your, your thing right now going, so how do you keep here's, them clean? Here, oh. Like, what if I know you, a lot like, of them, serve, well. What if you serve spaghetti? I know. You sometimes lose a napkin or two. Um, yeah. A lot of spray and wash or bleach. Um, they're, they're kind of, you know, they're a little more delicate. You might have to hand wash or you always have to iron them because the monogram gets a little wrinkly. But that's okay. Oh, I'm going to cry. I, I want some monogram napkins. They're so we'll freaking cute. So I bought I a monogram machine thinking <gasps> I was going to be a monogrammer. Oh. This was like in 2020. My friend, Jess, who lived in the Chicago, Chicago suburb, um, her family had a monogramming business and her and they closed it. And she and her family were moving to, they moved to Charleston. Okay. So she called me and she goes, would you want to buy this machine? Yes. And they really sold it for, oh, a very good price because they, you know, were leaving. And I'm like, yes, I bought it. It weighs like 600 pounds. It was terrible to get in our house. Anyways, I don't, I don't like doing it. I like doing it for myself. But to oh, sit so you and, actually make all your own I, Yes. That's why Most of them I make myself. Yeah. Them. Okay. Well, that makes me feel better. I just thought you had like owned a bank. And oh, I know, right? No, I don't. I um, a lot of my napkins I buy at Home Goods or whatever, and I do them myself. I don't want to sew. I don't. I like sewing. I know intimidates me. I get stressed out. I'm gonna cry thinking about it. I have such an affection and admiration for anyone that can use the math and be detail oriented to make something perfect. Like, I mean, I just, I just can't. Well, these monogram machines are all pretty, they're all computerized. 
Oh, okay. So, so I mean, better. so you're like, so you have to figure out your design. <laughs> you're like, if you can and work your an colors. IPhone, if you can work an iPhone, you can yeah. work an Instagram machine. Is that what you're saying? Yes. And mine isn't. I mean, the the one I have is not new by any means. It's older, but it's got 15 needles, so I can do 15 colors. But uh, it's a lot of just watch. I don't know. It's a lot of work, and to actually do it as a business where you're making like hundreds of them there's no way there I'll, yeah. I'll do them for gifts or myself but um I'm just not it's not my thing I didn't I, no. didn't, I thought I would like it but it's not so <laughs> I don't I don't want to get rid of the machine because it comes no. in handy no don't get rid of you the know machine. it's fun you never know, you never know what's going to happen you never know what God's right. going to pull together and right you know, but well, he lived where put you put it live. in my, yeah. <laughs> and Katie and, and Kate, what is her name? Who lives down the street from you? Oglesby. 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 Mm-hmm. She lives down the street from you. I mean, you might end up with another friend that has, that has a heart and the passion and the drive. And you're like, look, I'll give you this machine. If you will just ma- monogram me crap that I want <laughs> until, until I die. And say, uh, done. Like you can pay me a monogramming per month. That's what well, you That's funny. Month. I um I tried to give it to um Gabby who is the preppy stitch, but she's out in like Connecticut. We met at oh we met at um where you and I met the yeah. New England Coastal Creative. Yeah, and it's like oh the only problem is it's like six hundred pounds and then we have to get it across the country, so that's not happening. But yeah, no, she does bless the monogrammers, and I understand <laughs> why they why they get the money they get because yes, well I'll tell, it's, hey, it's a lot I'll of work. I'll tell Grace Harris, she lives in Lubbock. I'll tell her, I'll say, yeah. hey, um, if you want to meet up, we can go drive and go see Mary Alice in Wisconsin <laughs> and go get you a new monogram machine. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Actually, I'm going to be in Texas. When? Um, April. My niece is getting married in Houston. Oh, she is. Yes. Oh, Houston, it's going to be, It's. I mean, it's humid everywhere in yes. Texas, but in Houston, yes. Um, really humid it, it'll be more humid and but there before you go just reach out to me um, I will. because there's a cute little area outside of houston called kima and there's a boardwalk and some restaurants and stuff and you know i mean okay it's, it's about four hours from where i live okay but i can still drive down there and see you i don't care um, my father-in-law and mother-in-law they live down there i can always drop i can go oh honey i'm gonna go take kate to go see her grandparents <laughs> and, then just, <laughs> meet up with you. and i uh, think bunny lives at around houston doesn't she yeah she does i think she does i can never can remember wherever i interview I so know. many people and it you do I, I feel so bad because I try really hard to retain all the information. I know who I know that I love these people and I know what they do. I might need to be fact checked on the details. No, no one, no one cares about those. Yeah. I do think she's outside of Houston though. And you know, um, Crystal, the styling brunette, she's outside of San Antonio. Collectible Brooks is outside of San Antonio. I know I keep thinking like, Oh, maybe I should do like a get together and invite all these women up. But then I'm like, wait a minute. There's other people that already do that. I shouldn't add anything to my agenda. Well, where's Round Top? I want to go to Round Top. Oh, okay. So Round Top is down south. And my friend Janie, she was on the podcast. She lives outside of Round Top in LaGrange. And that actually would be really fun to go just to 
to do a do big that. group meeting there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, just like really casual, like everybody fend for yourself and we'll meet at these places at this time or we'll hang, like not make it where you have to pay $3,000. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I just know. can't, I can't, I love it, but I can't, I'm not. I know there's so many things I want to go to, but I, I, I do think I'm going to go back to Newport. I really enjoyed that conference. I, it was too much for me. It was so much information. I couldn't process it. It was so businessy. My ADHD was like out the door. On fire. Oh, I could not. Also, to add to that, my buddy that went with me, Jessica, stayed in the room the entire time. She didn't go with me. And I am a group activity type of person. And if I don't feel like I've got somebody with me, like doing the things, then I won't. I won't do them. And I'm an extrovert. So I'm going to these things and walking into all this by myself, seeing all these people Uh I've met one time or not at all. And I'm a fan of, and I love, and it was fun. And I got, I mean, you get so much out of it, but it was just grand packed, Mm -hmm. grand packed Mm -hmm. full stuff. And it was wonderful, but I'm not, I'm not enough of a businesswoman to go to it. Like there was a lot of, a lot of sessions. Yes. If you want to elevate your business, definitely. Like, that is mm-hmm. for elevating your mm-hmm. business 100%. Now, the Supper Club, I want to go. I mean, uh, are you in the Supper Club? No. Oh, no, because I did the okay. New England Coastal Creative oh, this year. Yes. And so I paid yeah. for that. And mm-hmm. I went to that. And I did the Say You did say, Yeah. And I'm just like, why did I bother? I should have yeah. gone to the Supper I should have just done the supper club because all some of my favorite people are in the supper club i know i I love it i've been in it since she started it i mean but there was a couple she had a couple big events this year that i didn't couldn't go to either one so i felt left out and bad but you can't do it all you can't do it all and i know people have lives outside of the bubble (laughs) yes but it's just such a fun bubble to be in i know it's great i love the women the women the effort they're they're yeah the effort that these women do that put on the show for us that need <laughs> to be catered to. I mean, everybody combined is just it, like, it's life giving. I love it so much. Yeah, I love it so much. Yeah. Okay. So what's coming up next? Um, just through the holidays, I've got um, some stuff to promote coming up and I, you know, I have to jump in right now and get my tree up. I feel like, I feel like I'm behind because my tree's not up. Well, whatever but- you feel you need to do. <laughs> I to do. I cram, I'm, I'm a crammer. I I, I cram for the yeah. museum. October yes. is Halloween. November is Thanksgiving, and December is winter, like Christmas. <laughs> winter. You're gonna stays, wear a sweater. <laughs> yes, and that just stays up. So my Christmas decorations. I don't really have any Santa Clauses or anything that says like Christmas on it. So I keep everything up through January. I even nice. I keep it up close to February because to me, evergreens, it's winter. So yeah. until my, when my husband starts saying, are you going to take this down? Then I, <laughs> like when I just get tired of like looking at all the clutter, I'm like, okay, but it I usually know. comes down before things before <laughs> February, I guess. Okay. Yeah. I keep Valentine's Day. Yeah. I keep it up. Um, I, I got a tree that has hearts on it. It's cool. Oh, that's nice. I can see you having that. <laughs> absolutely that sounds it's like you tree. there's some glitter hearts oh yeah it's um so do you host christmas so my house is always open for hosting because i am the eldest 
and you know, I've got all the stuff and I was the first one out of the kids to get a house mm-hmm. and do all the things. And it just depends on if I'm hosting because, because my dad is really sick. Um, I want to be accommodating for us to travel to him versus him traveling to us. So Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving, we're going to my parents' house on actual Thanksgiving to have a meal. But um, I did offer to host and, but you know, it's, it makes it complicated because if you say, Hey, I'm hosting and then people are traveling or they have their own agenda, you know, there's never, there's never pressure. You know, it's an open door policy. You can come and go as you want. Mm -hmm. And so while I'm open to hosting, it's never planned. It's always like, Hey, if you want to come over at this time, this is what it is. Cause I always, I always have all the stuff. Like I have everything to host Thanksgiving right now. And depending on what happens and what meal is being served, I've got whatever they need, you know? So yeah, my husband's obsessed with the traditional food. So (laughs) I know. Yeah. Are you hosting? We're doing a friend's giving the weekend before. Okay. And then, um, cause my, our oldest daughter and her husband live in Colorado. They've got two little kids, two, one and two. And then our other daughter is here, is here in Chicago. So we are not getting together for Thanksgiving because we're going out to Colorado Oh, fun. For Christmas. And we were just out mm-hmm. there a little while ago for the, for the birthday. So, um, yeah, my husband so we're doing, he loves the big Thanksgiving. Colorado. Yeah. Colorado's fun. Yeah. My and, entire mom's side of the family lives there. It's really oh, fun. What part? Um, Colorado Springs, Elbert, oh, Fort Collins, Manitou nice. Springs, Denver, like all the things. Yeah. Yeah, all the, yeah. All the so, all the I, I, yeah, it's a fun place to have Christmas. We, um, well, looking forward to that. So uh, Faith, I'm so glad this worked. And you know, it's so funny. I just found out your name's really Jennifer. Because <laughs> my caller ID or something. No, I on one of your podcasts. You were talking oh. about it. Oh, how funny! Yes, I know. But Faith I... is more. It's just you. It's oh. just your name. It's just fitting. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I really, I really do like the name Faith, which is unusual to say you like your name, but I love your name, Mary Alice. Like I love oh. it. I mentioned it to my daughter and I think you're going to be in one of her books. And she's like, <laughs> Ooh, I like that name. So I'm, it, well, it, I'm named it, after my grandma's Mary was my dad's mom and Alice was my mom's mom. Oh, I love that name. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I love double names. Like yeah. my daughter, my daughter's name is Sailor Kate. And oh, so I was, well, she always meant like Sailor's her first name and Kate is her middle name. And I called her Sailor and then she just couldn't listen like she needed to. So I started calling her Sailor Kate because she <laughs> needed that extra syllable. Yes. Gotcha. To like be a good listener. So then everybody called her Sailor Kate, Sailor Kate. And then hence we started a new school and this year with new friends and new church, you know, all the new things. And she decided... I don't like Sailor. I want to go by my middle uh, name, Kate. By Kate? I, I, I get it. Like, that because is why. Because you're doing, yeah. That's why I gave you a normal middle name. So, in case mm-hmm. one day you looked at me and said, I don't like Sailor. <laughs> <laughs> but I do. I'm, <laughs> Sailor. I'm hoping that maybe she'll, 
I don't know. Maybe she'll go it's back. It's a to cool name. Day. Yeah. It's so, it's unusual, but, you know, kids, you know, you never like what you have. When you, you have straight I hair, you know. want curly hair, you want curly hair, you got straight hair, you know. Just Exactly. You are hitting the nail on the head. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was Mary Alice for many years because one of my cousins was Mary Helen. And so <gasps> the two Marys. So we always went by our middle names. And then, you know, during like, during middle school, high school, the Alice got dropped, but then it was like, I want my Instagram to be my name. And I like, I like my double name. So I do too. I don't, you're not a Mary. It's nice to have people call me that. I like it. No, you're, to me, you're not a Mary. I would never look at you and think of Mary. That's too generic. Think of Mary Alice. Uh. Yes. Mary Alice. (laughs) It just seems like classic and, and preppy. Adorable. I just love it. Well, I hope we can see each other again. It was fun meeting you in person last year. Girl, we are going to meet Let's, in person, and then we are going to have a good picture taken together. I, oh, I haven't posted yeah. our picture yet, and I'll do it for this episode so people can oh, see yeah. we've met in real life. It's yeah. not as flattering of me because you are so stinking cute. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm stop it. Look at Stop it. No, I'm no, like, no. <laughs> um, I, I told you that. I want to be you when I grow up. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you're a riot. Um, I'm going to look up this backwater. Yes, backwater, um, and then it's underscore WI. Okay, well, it's on Instagram. Yes. Oh my goodness. I've been begging them to like be on the podcast, and they flat out have said no. Hmm. (laughs) Hmm. I have no shame. Hmm. I still come back for more. I'm like, why not? I'm like, um, I just think maybe it's not their thing or maybe they're not wanting right. to advertise that much or they're scared that they're going to get on and then they're not going to want to, maybe they think, I don't know, maybe I've only got five listeners. Maybe they think they're going to get like overwhelmed with like responses or maybe I'm not their cup of tea. It doesn't hurt oh, my feelings. Cause- no. And I think sometimes people are freaked out over podcasts if they're not familiar with them. Yes. It's not. I don't know why I mean, it's, it's, not it's more like I'm, just a, conversation with your friend yeah yes and I want it to I really want it to be that way because I don't want people to come on and go oh my goodness this is a formal interview I'm not Barbara Walters I'm not trying (laughs) to be Barbara I just I want to like have talk and just like get to know who you are where you came from to be what you are now and what's coming up next this is so fun. I love it. That's why I was so excited that you were just like, no, we're just going to chat. I'm like, perfect. Yes. I mean, I get lots of, it's really funny. I get lots of introverts and then when they come on, I can't get them to shut up and it's wonderful. (laughs) And then that's funny. Yes. And then some people I have on and they'll tell me I'm an introvert. It's really hard for me. And so those are the episodes where I just talk more. And Mm -hmm. so Cause it's not my story. It's their story. And I'm trying to find that perfect balance of conversation of giving and sharing and taking and, and, and contributing. And, mm-hmm. well, you know, you do a good job fun. on it. Well, it's more it is fun more that fun. way. It's, it's just more it. interesting too. I think that it, your listeners, I think like that part of it. Well, I hope so. I mean, I do it for fun and, you know, I do it for, the small businesses because, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not asking Mr. Walmart to come on. I don't, I'm not asking like <laughs> Brad Pitt to be on here. 
Although I do have, oh. <laughs> I do have a star coming on, coming up. A star? A starlet. Yes, a, a Broadway starlet. star coming up. What? Yes. And, oh my um, gosh. And she's been in a TV show. I think Michelle Pfeiffer was in the show with her or Glenn Close. Hmm. I can't remember. The first lady. <sighs> Oop. Um, oh. do you, what was it? Who was it? I think it was, maybe, who was it in that show? I don't know what show. You know the first you lady? Say? It's the first lady. The first lady was the show. Okay. Oh, it's like yeah. on HBO Max. I yeah. Think, or something. Who all was in that? Yeah. So. Oh, that's uh, exciting. How, do you know her or did you just reach out? Well, it's my sister-in-law. <gasps> Your sister-in-law is a famous actress? Well, I mean, she, I would say that she is a Broadway star and she does some acting gigs on, she, I mean, she's been on the Today Show and she's been in on TV, but my brother-in-law has also been in tons of TV and he's been on Broadway as well. And he, yes. And he keeps bugging me saying, what are you going to have me on the podcast? And I say, well, I have to spread out the boys. So you're just going to have to wait. Your wife comes first. What, do they live in New York or do they just? Yes. Oh, yes. In they live in New York. Are they in any shows? Do what? Are they in any shows now? No, right now. Well, um, well, I'll have to find out. Okay. Because we're going to see them a little bit before Thanksgiving. And they always have something in the works. She just had a new single come out. Um, but, you know, with the strike and stuff, I don't know uh -oh. what we're going to be able to talk about and like what. Oh, statuses of the strike but that grace mclean is um who is supposed to be coming up but you never know because i've had other people that are in that kind of line of business and when it comes down to it scheduling is extremely hard because stuff always comes up and sure. i'm always having to reschedule and then i just don't yeah I'm like, no, well, then it's not meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see well, if um, it still works out. Yeah. We'll see wow. if it works out. She's extremely talented. So I'm sure. Okay. Sure. I've spent too much of your time. I love you, Mary oh, Alice. You too. Thanks, Faith. Have a wonderful day. And we will chat soon, I hope. Yes, we will. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye.